Thank you for downloading the Racist Recap. If you want to join in on the conversation live, we record these Sundays, 7 p.m. Eastern at RacistRecap.com. If you're listening afterwards, feel free to chime in on the YouTube video itself or on social using the hashtag RacistRecap. And we'll find you. Enjoy the show. Hey there. What do you say there, world? Welcome back to the Racist Recap. We are going to be doing it again. Season 31, Episode 7. One of the most beautiful countries the Amazing Race has ever been to. Uh, here again, you know, it's me and the mountain, mountain. skier, <laughs> snowboarder, climber, hiker. Do you have bionic legs? What's going on? I need bionic legs. Don't have them yet. What's up, Jen? <laughs> How are you? <laughs> Thanks for making it back. James Earl is in a lockdown in his hospital right now. He's got some, some issues with some shootings outside of his hospital. People are crazy in this world. Wow. I don't want anybody Debbie Downer, but he is safe. He just won't be joining us. Alyssa will be joining us in about a half hour as she's finishing up her yoga, yoga lessons, and she'll be joining us as well. Yes, we do have a babysitter ready, Cindy, if they called us back. We got three babysitters ready on deck. No excuses this time. Diana's not going to be able to get pregnant until after we run Amazing Race All-Stars. So... <laughs> on lockdown. You know, yeah, I'm a little bitter because we saw Elise in, at the season 30 premiere and Diana told her that I was waiting to yeah. get pregnant. And she's like, no, no. It's like, no, no, no. Go live your life. Live your life. A couple months later, hey, you guys want to be in the race? Hey, you should have told us that a couple months ago. All right. Remember when you told us to live our lives? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> live our lives. You know what that means? We were doing things. <laughs> doing things. All right. Let's get into the race. Let's have some fun. Some people in the chat room, they're going to love life, a.k.a. hate life. Oh, well, get over it. All right. Everybody's on that same flight to Zurich, Switzerland. Um then there is a lot of fun. Uh, I mean, a lot of uh, strategy about U-turn talk. Everybody seems to think that there's a U-turn coming up. Team Fun talking strategy with the Riley sisters and the Afghanimals. And obviously the Afghanimals are pushing everybody towards Colin and Christy and Tyler and Corey. Anybody but us, you know. Yeah. What do you I, think about this U-turn strategy talk? Well, I thought Team Fun was doing a pretty good job, like, deflecting the fact that they were... A threat. They've won two legs, mm -hmm. them and the Afghanimals. So they've won more legs at this point, at that point, than any other team. And they're just like, oh, we're not the threats. Like, yeah, it's yeah. those teams that won one leg. They're the threats. Totally. Yeah. And Nick and Vic, they the team that hasn't won. Spikier, though, right? Like they've had more first, but they've also had lower finishes than Nick and Vic and Colin and Christy. Oh, yeah. We're going to bring so. back the averages because normally uh, James Earl <sighs> does Earl. those. But uh, that's all right. We got some backup. We'll be doing it today at the end, and we'll talk about the averages and how, how wide of a gap there is between certain teams. Yeah. So, so a lot of uh, the front runners are out there talking uh, with the Riley sisters, the two front runners, talking about you turning the other two potential teams. Uh, and the team fun no longer uh, – like they show like – clips of flashes from their after they talk and team funds like we no longer have the desire to u-turn the sisters and then they flash to the riley sisters and they're talking about we still want to u-turn team fun yeah 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 i mean i can't blame them i actually give rachel props for like not being 
fooled, for lack of a better word, and recognizing that Team Fun is a threat, because they are. Yeah, they, I mean, at this point, if you're going to look at some threats, there's a couple teams to be eyeing. Uh, there's, there's a clear separation between who you think is a threat and who, who is not, um, mm -hmm. obviously, in yeah. this. So uh, everybody's worried about Colin Christie, which, okay, cool. And then Rachel starts talking about she is running her 31st leg of the amazing race. She's yep. tied with the Globetrotters and the Cowboys uh, now have having run 31 legs of the amazing race. How do you That's feel about crazy. that? I think it's pretty astounding. I'm kind of jealous. <laughs> I would have run 31 legs of the amazing race. And so, so some more fun facts. If you look at the teams that have run uh, 31 legs of the Amazing Race, the Globetrotters have won four legs out of 31. The Cowboys oh, wow. have won seven legs out of 31. And Rachel and whoever she's partnered with has won three legs out <laughs> of 31. So, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I guess they bring back people's favorite teams, not necessarily the best teams. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, um... On the train now, the Riley sisters are meet up with everybody, and but then for, before they do all that, they meet up with Nick and Vic, and they tell them about yeah. this U-turn plan, but they mess up the story a little bit, or they're trying to hide pieces of the story, and things yeah. go out of whack, and yeah. thing, and it just it just crumbles, and everything backfires. Yeah, Did, it was you, kind of bizarre. I don't understand. I mean, it'll be interesting to talk to Alyssa if she wants to share anything, but. Um, I don't quite understand why they felt like they needed to lie. Like, why did they have to say, like, we just overheard this conversation? Like, that's yeah. the piece that, like, yeah, Nick and Vic weren't believing you because you were actually lying, even though the part of the story that you wanted them to take away as truth was true. But, like, then the rest of it was a lie, and it just, the whole thing just unraveled, which, yeah, I mean, that was kind of bizarre. Yeah, I don't get it. Like, they chose to lie about something the facts Arbitrary that really didn't matter that much <laughs> and, and it really got him in trouble so it was just a bad lie to tell and you could just tell Alyssa didn't want to tell those lies it was like Rachel yeah, feeling yeah. like this big brother vibe like she had to use right. some of her big brother skills which doesn't yeah. play well in Amazing Race and it does get a little like you can definitely get in your own head a little bit about all this stuff and just but for the most part like honesty is the best policy like if you if you want to lie, like you're better to just omit <laughs> versus like trying to make up a story that has cracks in it. Yeah. Uh, uh, Yario Garcia believes that they lied because they wanted to just pin it on team fund rather than uh, get the Afghanimals involved, which could be, could be true. Um, Tyler and Corey, the Afghanimals team fund hear about these lies and they don't get it. They're all talking about it and they don't get it. And now everybody is kind of against the Riley sisters. Yeah which is not good, uh, especially with something coming up in the next right. level, which we'll talk about, of course. Uh, Colin feels the love of the universe, and he feels that everybody should join hands and yeah. threaten Chris, Nick, and Vic, and the Riley sisters all join hands <sighs> and feel the love. They pull the love of the universe through their bodies and feel that love, except Rachel. She's not really <laughs> feeling the love. <laughs> no, I did enjoy watching her in that moment. <laughs> Could, and uh, moment was. Would was you good. have been able to feel the love at that moment, or would, you, or would uh, you have been more Rachel? 
I mean, I probably would have been able to feel the love. <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> I love why not? people though, and the amazing race. So you know, and Switzerland, yeah. and trains. Like, what's not to love? What's not to love? Just feeling that love. Uh, Rachel certainly was not. I, I really. This is my one of my favorite parts of the race, which uh, it didn't get highlighted too much. But it was a yeah. one point eight mile run through Switzerland, which was beautiful. But I love the fact that they actually had to oh, run. Yeah and show who was training for the race and who wasn't. Um, yeah. And uh, it looked like Chris wasn't, uh, Chris was training for the race, but Brett wasn't since uh, Chris had to carry Brett's bag uh, during this race. Yeah. Any surprises really uh, when you're seeing people run? Any, any? Uh, uh, well, Tyler and Corey were very fit and strong, which I'm not really surprised, but I was proud. Yeah, definitely <laughs> I mean, proud. Honestly, this leg was determined in that 1.8 mile run. Like, I was about to say, this is the only part of the race you could have separation. That was it. They showed, like, at least they showed some of it because there were definitely runs in our season that they didn't show any of. Um, and that was significant because the rest of it, like, nothing was really hard. It was just sort of like it took time. <laughs> And you just sort of stayed in the order. Unfortunately, yeah, I'm skipping ahead. I'll stop talking. Yeah, but here's the order that they finished in the foot race, and we can we can we all know how the order they finished. Let's see how similar it sounds. Uh, we got uh, Tyler and Corey, followed by the Afghanimals, Team Fun, Colin and Christy. Uh, those were the top four teams that finished, not necessarily in that order. Uh, right. Followed by Nick and Vic, Riley sisters, and Chris and Brett were in last place. And there was yeah. one one little switch up with uh, Nick, Nick and Vic, Vic just falling behind, but everything else yeah. was pretty much right in place. So it, it is there now. The race is more about the little things that you could do to get ahead, right. and people didn't realize that. You know why? Why was Green Team so dominant? Because we would run and get that extra thirty right. seconds head start at, on people. We took yeah. every advantage of it, and this season you could see it right here. I mean, yeah. They took the advantage and they kind of carried it through because this this is a very linear leg. This was a not a leg that was meant to be uh, viewed by the diehard fans and analyzed right. in this way. This was a leg <laughs> no. for the Emmy consideration for totally. amazing filmography, uh, yeah. photography. This was an Emmy leg. And as a racer, I'm sure that it was spectacular and amazing and so much fun. And I was super jealous watching all of it. But like pretty boring as far as like the race dynamic like yeah people got lost in a car we finally had a self-drive leg you could see a little bit of the experience from other from race teams kind of aiding in that but like you know yeah and not enough of it to, to to make it a legit like oh cool like teams actually had a chance right which they really didn't here's the roadblock who wants to take a the scenic route beautiful uh they kind of had an idea heading there because I guess the extra foot, extra information before they got on the plane, they knew that they were going to a gorge. So a lot mm -hmm. of people did their research and kind of knew what was kind of going to happen. A little uh, rope bridge jump, same thing they did in my season through Africa, which was absolutely incredible. Go find a clue. Absolutely beautiful travel and adventure porn. That's exactly what this episode was. It was yeah. beautiful. No so issues. Beautiful. The water is so. How is the water so blue? It's oh. like teal. It's insane. Yeah, I mean, you, if you can't get beautiful video footage or photography footage here, you just don't have a camera because it doesn't matter <laughs> what you did. You just have to stop and just take a photo. It works. <laughs> um, 
So there are really no issues other than Nicole, which the tease was pretty good because she said, I can't do this, and she was going to have to go back to, to the back of the line. And I think yeah. that as much as these beautiful adventures of bungee jumping and doing all these things to overcome your fears, uh, there's only been one or two times maybe in the history of the race that yeah. it's ever stopped someone yeah. from doing Micah, something. Micah, is that her name? Oh, yeah, yeah. from the, so the slide. That was bad. <laughs> She was going to have a kid's life. Like, yeah. Oh, God. Oh, I feel so bad. That uh, Kanan was about to toss it down. He got, he got so much people hate from that. And I'm like, why? Like, just push it down the slide. I would have done the same thing. It would have a million dollars. What are you doing? Um, but nothing really changed. Everybody powered through it. I was really proud of her for powering through it. Mm -hmm. uh, and then everybody got on an awesome, uh, awesome helicopter ride, which again, super linear, but amazing, beautiful shots. Uh, doing this for the Emmys, people. It's yeah. What keeps the amazing race around? The prestige. They better race. win one. Yeah. Girl. This. <laughs> oh, this is a waste of a life. <laughs> <laughs> Detour. Water power or water down? Water power, where you had to ride the vernacular and memorize eight places and numbers and put yeah. them on the map? Or would you have gone to water down, where you go going yeah. canyoning? I definitely would have done water down. Yeah, me it too. Was interesting watching it unfold because the, the water power ended up, I thought reading it, it was going to be a little bit more tricky than it was. Mm -hmm. um, but it actually went pretty quickly other than having to wait for the funicular to get back down. So like watching Leo and Jamal, I felt a little bad for those guys at that point. It's not like you can like run down the mountain. So yeah, well, you're looking at it like, oh my God, it's a 15 minute ride up, but then it goes back down 15 right. minutes and you got to wait hour. for it to come back up 15 more minutes Brutal. to come back up. So it's 45 minutes minimum to do this. Right. So if you, if you got it wrong, you're going home. So if you didn't get it right yeah. on your first try, you're going home. Right. Um, whereas the other one, it's pretty straightforward. You, as long as you go along and there's a set time, you can't really pass anybody. Kind of part of what made it, like, if you're looking at it as a race, that's boring. But if you're looking at it like, wow, this is cool. I love to, I mean, I enjoyed it because I wasn't looking at it with, the first time I watched the race, I don't look at it with critical eyes. I look at it right. as, a, as a super fan, like, oh, my God, I, yeah, how much fun would this be to run? Yeah. yeah. And then when I watch it again this morning before the show, that's when I go through critical and be like, man, that mm -hmm. kind of stinks. It was linear. There really was no chance for teams to pass. Mm -hmm. uh, not too much drama to worry about. Mm -hmm. They could have did so many things just a little bit different to make the drama. All right. Yeah. What do you? Well, okay. What do you think about six foot four Sebastian? Uh, was he as big of a stud <laughs> as Tyler and Corey let on? <laughs> I mean, he's all right. He's he Amazing though, it was so good. Yeah, they always seem uh, to pick the the person of any any challenge just to keep right. That's... Yeah, I mean you got to choose somehow. It's not a bad way to pick. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's just as good as any other I strategy. I love that his name is Sebastian. Yeah. <laughs> I, I... Like, could you have a better name for that man? <laughs> I'm Sebastian, six foot four. <laughs> I'll toss you around the mountain. Um. Did you catch Colin rolling out of the oh chopper like he God. was in the military? My next note, I loved <laughs> Colin exiting the freaking helicopter. It was so funny. He, like, his, because, I don't know. I mean, depending on your views and whatever, you can look at the man on the train who's saying, like, let's connect to, like, the glory of the universe and 
roll your eyes easily. But then you see a moment like that and you're like, no, this man is like truly embodying, like, let's just have fun with all of this. And it's so like everything, he's just like dancing and spinning through everything that he's doing. And I really appreciate that. Yeah, I, I, I mean, it, it's fun to watch. It's fun to watch somebody who had such a difficult t uh, time on the race last time now just run through the race and experience yeah. the moments. And if you watch the extra footage, like the, Christy had some issues with him and she, she talked about the issues in the cab and he yeah. dealt with it. He manned up to it. They apologized. That well. I was like, wow, this is... Uh, it's not how relationships conversations in my relationship always go. You ain't gotta tell me. I mean, you can see what happened on the race. <laughs> yeah. Of course, they showed literally every single time me and Diana got into it. Whereas right. with other people, they didn't show half the stuff that Any they got into. It. Yeah. But whatever, it's okay. Uh, so uh, is an yeah. Alp, is an Alp still an Alp even when the snow melts? I'm gonna, I'm gonna defer to you because you actually been to the Alps. So is an Alp still an Alp when there's no snow on it? Yes. All right. So see, we all learned something <laughs> that an Alp is still an Alp even though it doesn't have any snow. <laughs> Such an amazing quote. I love it. <laughs> What's up, Tim? Uh, yeah, so I, I kind of, I, I was thinking, I'm like, is that a dumb question, though? Uh, yeah, and I'm trying to defend her, and like, no, I can't think of anything. Yes, an Alp is still an Alp. The definition is a high mountain, and then it does say, especially a snow-capped one. Right. So at least there's a little. <laughs> a it's still a high mountain, even when the snow melts. Right. Yeah, amazing. Yes, and then. Uh... <laughs> Okay, so we can appreciate that moment. Afghanimals, <laughs> Nick and Vic, the only ones to choose the water power, and the Afghanimals really believe that this is going to be the thing that separates them. They finally, they talked about always picking always picking the wrong uh, parts of the detour, and then they were super excited about this choice. Uh, we I don't know why they were so this. excited about that choice. Yeah, I don't think it was the right choice um, from a, a racist perspective. Um, Water down did take longer than I was expecting it to. That as well, and and they were both uh, a pretty uh, linear. Yeah. As far as that, as nobody can't really pass. Really jumped ahead, other than being at a different detour. Pretty much, Tyler flopped on his face, got a bloody nose, but he manned up because he was around six foot four, manly Sebastian. He didn't want. <laughs> he didn't want to lose that uh, that chance to impress Sebastian. Um, <laughs> oh, true. Did you catch Colin mooning Tyler and Corey? Um, he, yes, I did. Yes, was he actually? I couldn't tell if he was like changing that, or if he was actually mooning him. That's what Diana said. He was like, Oh yeah. my god, no, he was just changing, it wasn't mooning him. But if you go yeah. back, he turns around, looks at them, and is smiling, shaking <laughs> his butt. So I'm gonna yeah. go that he's, yeah. he's mooning them for uh, sure. Yeah, that's like who. I, I don't know, like, how do you get, I mean, what a freaking amazing headspace to be in. Cause like, I was so, I'm just like, so focused Yeah. that like you, it's easy to forget to just have fun in those in between moments. And if you got a stunning ass, I guess you should show it off <laughs> when you get the chance, apparently. Yeah, uh, yes, when you're calling. 
Okay. Uh, well, we both would have chose chose the opposite. Uh, we would have chose the, the canyoning. One, it's it's yeah. fun, but two, it's straightforward. It, it sounded like yeah. the faster one when you're reading the clues. Yeah. Um, okay, let's get to this part where uh, the Rileys are following Chris and Brett. How do you feel about following another team with the self-drives? Listen up, people. Don't follow people. Don't do it. Don't do it when you're on foot. Don't do it when you're on a bike. Don't. If you don't know where you are going, stop and figure out where you need to go. The end. No questions. Do not follow. I'm done. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, we had the Ten Commandments going on the race, and one of them was be a leader, not a follower. Um, if we're going to lose, I want to lose because of something we did, not because we followed another team that did something stupid. Yeah. Um, and, and if you're if you're already in last place, what what's the point in following somebody else? Find the shortcut. Find your way. I mean, right. be a leader, not a follower. Followers don't win the race. Followers yeah. survive on the race. And if you right. want to be a survivor, cool. Try to survive as long as you can, but you'll never win being a survivor. So stop yeah. it. Win Let's the race. It. Win yeah. the race. I totally agree with you on that one. Uh, yeah, stop following. They didn't have no map. They, neither team had no clue where they were going, but they both stopped, asked for directions for the same person. I will make one note on this. To the team's credits is that, like, typically at the start of a leg, the only information you have at that leg for that leg is in that first clue. So if it doesn't say like pick up a marked vehicle at the airport, then you assume it's not going to be, you assume it's going to be a not, not a self-drive leg. So they picked up their vehicles in the middle of the leg. And like, if it's, I mean, it's just a different approach with the research that you do going into that leg and like what kind of maps you're getting and what you're looking at and that sort of thing. So I have a feeling a lot of these teams didn't really have anything to help them navigate once they were in the car. But that said, yeah, you still need to stop and figure it out. Yeah, absolutely. Always know where you're going. Don't just, uh, let's just go just to go. Cause we're in a hurry. Yeah. If you hurry up and go to the wrong place, it's, it, it's stupid. So, Take your time. Do yeah. things right the first time. It's the best <laughs> advice I can give you on the race. Take your time and do it right the first time. It's always better than trying anything a second time. Yeah. All right. So, but at least finally we got some self-driving, which, I mean, obviously here what, what they thought was a race for last place could have been some drama going on because uh, ultimately right. uh, the Riley sisters beat Chris and Brett to the mat. So. Yeah. We'll see how that worked out for them, but that could that could yeah. could have been could have been interesting. But I, I like that there was a self drive. I just wish that there was more of a self drive and more chance for teams to get lost and more for more separation. Nick and Vic seemed to get lost as well. They were the only other team to have some issues driving. They seemed to get more lost. Yeah, they drove. It looks like they drove a lot further in the wrong direction before having to turn around than any other teams did, and uh, yeah. that could have cost them if things didn't work out the way they I, did. We've had every other leg so far has been a non-elimination leg in the last tower yeah. five legs. It's interesting that when you, you go and you look at it, I mean, there's only been four teams eliminated from the amazing race and here we right. are in episode seven. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. It's a de definitely an interesting way, but now it's do or die because uh, there can't be uh, any more non-eliminations. You got one, two, three. Keep on racing? 
four more. You got four more eliminations One, to go. Two, right. Yeah. So everything is an elimination from here. It has to be, yeah. Um, huh. Unless unless they're gonna do an extra four people going to the final, but I don't I don't think they'd do that. No. I don't think they would do that. So let's look at it. The pit stop is a six hundred year old church where Tyler and Corey get another first place finish back to back, picking up steam at the right time, and they won a spa day. Which that was bizarre. What's with the Survivor Award on? amazing race i know uh, but i'll tell you what like one of the things that we won in our poland leg was a massage uh oh yeah and we won a a 90 minute massage because of the heart rates uh, uh the heart rate monitors that we had so we won a 90 minute massage each and i'll tell you what at this point in the leg in the middle of the leg every muscle that you have is sore because it's running on adrenaline you're not getting enough sleep you're sleeping on floors and every and it matters it's gonna help them, and I'm predicting another, another, oh. another win. Wow! Uh, for Tyler and Corey in this next leg, because that, it's that big of a difference. Um, wow! Bold statement. Netherlands leg, Justin, wasn't it? It was at the Hagu, at the Hague. Yeah. The Hague. The Hague. When we pulled up at the Hague, eighteen had a lot of. All right, there's a there's a lot of chatter in in the chat room that I don't know if I want to address just yet. These people going oh. back and forth. Well, but anyway, so Phil says uh, Phil's talking about a record that um, Rachel can get if she finishes the leg of the race. How do you not finish the leg of a race? Though? Yeah, I just wanted to to confirm. Like, is there could he is could somebody be possibly getting cut mid leg? Uh, like, what else? Did he just not get understand, or did he know something that we don't? I don't know. I just don't Look think he understood it. I just think he was trying to build the drama, uh, and he yeah. misworded it, I think. So yeah. If you complete the next, like, I mean, <laughs> technically, he she could. Before he knew the drama that would unfold. Right. Oh. But either way, she would have the she would be thirty one and a half, even if she ran a half a leg. Yeah, she's, yeah, she's run. She'll run more legs than anybody after right. the next step. So, which record would you rather have? Would you rather have Dave and Rachel's record of eight career wins, and running twelve legs of the race, or would you rather have three wins but run thirty two legs of the amazing race? I'd rather be the all-female team with the best average. (laughs) 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 No, I I don't know. That's a hard thing to answer. I mean, I like being good at things, so I would probably choose the Dave and Rachel over. I I didn't think it would even be a hesitation for me (laughs) because it's either do I want to just get there a lot and be there or do I want to actually be a team that people are competing against? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, you're a competitor like me. Don't try to hide it. (laughs) Friendly, though. You'd never know. (laughs) Uh, Nicole crying at the map because she doesn't want this big brother drama. She's just trying to understand how things go. She just wants to experience the good things in life. And I, I kind of agree. Like, like she's, yeah. 
it's such an emotional time that she thinks she's getting eliminated from the yeah. race. The last thing is going out with this drama. It's like, it's, so, it's just, it's just silly. It was just all silly. It was just a big misunderstanding and like water under the bridge. It's fine. I just felt bad for her. Cause that is like, I, the, the, I don't know. That's just a terrible feeling to think you're going to get eliminated. And why would you think it's a non-elimination leg when there have been two so frequently Ab you know, prior? Absolutely. But All right. So let's get to some averages. Then we'll give our awards. And then uh, we should probably get Alyssa on and we'll do a little interview with Alyssa and see how things go. Cool. 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 Let's All do right, it. so let's go with the teams that are left. Uh, on the bottom is Rachel and Alyssa with a solid average of six. Mm. Okay. Followed closely by Chris and Brett with an average of 5.57. So they're clearly on th that bottom level. Lower end. Mm -hmm. uh, hold on. I, there's a spoiler in our chat. Guys, Woo! please don't put spoilers in our chat. Um, one, I hate being spoiled. Uh, two, I don't think you're cool if you know something that you just went to Reality Fan Forum to read that doesn't make you any more special than somebody else. Everybody can do that. We choose not to. Please don't want to be spoiled. Don't want to know what happens, who's what. Uh, I'm scared to even go in there and look because I don't want to see it. Uh, uh, but I should probably delete it. I'll have Diana go and delete it. I don't want to look at it. Sorry. I don't know, just went off on a tangent there. All right, so anyway, let's go to the averages. We got the solid six, then the 5.57, and then you got your middle of the pack teams, Leo and Jamal, mm. 4.71. Wow. They dropped big after right? those two wins. Yeah. Uh, eight, seven, six, uh, they're just kind of fading. Uh, Becca and Floyd with an even four. Okay. Okay, Nick, Nick and Vic with a 3.86. Tyler and Corey, 3.5, and a clear lead for Colin and Christy with 2.4 with a solid separation of a, one That's point good. between them. So what do you think moving forward? Uh, do you see any surprises? I just – I don't see any cracks in Colin and Christy's facade. Like, here's the thing, though. We haven't seen any really difficult – challenges like have we seen any really difficult challenges yet no I, so i'm kind of curious to see what comes but like they're looking like rock solid and then the spikiness of team fun and the afghanimals like yeah maybe they maybe they're right that tyler and corey and colin and christy are the teams to beat certainly says that in the averages um and tyler and corey like i feel are picking up pace like they're getting stronger mm -hmm. versus having the opposite trend um it's hard to come back from that when you start slipping but yeah because uh, that that at that time everything is already going against you and you're looking for any way that you can get a competitive edge and when you just see things yeah. start to slip away it's so hard to come back from that uh but totally. uh, getting getting this little benefit at the right time is like uh I think it's going to do a lot for Tyler and Corey and those teams that are at the head of the pack. I mean, only Amazing Race teams have won. Yeah. I mean, clearly it's an yeah. advantage yeah. having run the race before. Yeah. Uh, Nick and Vic are the only team that's even close to getting in there. Mm -hmm. um, so it, 
it's I still see an amazing race team winning. I still see this my preseason picks. I think it was still the same. So let's get to some extreme moves. Extreme moves. Um, we are gonna have an extreme move award for Colin for mooning Tyler and Corey. <laughs> Colin <laughs> with the moon getting the extreme award. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, super fan move is going to go to Tyler and Corey for putting in the work in the gym because uh, that is the only thing that won this leg between them and everybody else is that they spent the extra time in the gym. They yeah. put more effort and t time and effort in the gym than any other team. And I, the reason I know that is because the results prove it. Totally. Endurance, it doesn't. There are big people who have a lot of endurance. They, mm -hmm. That's why they play football and rugby and all those other sports with those huge 300 pounders with more endurance than anybody. Right. It, it's not about who's skinnier. If you put the work in, you train your body, your body remembers. Yeah. And, and if you live at 8,000 feet, it's an advantage too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I guess that's uh, high altitude I, training. It's good. I didn't for take you. that into consideration. The high altitude training is <laughs> <laughs> beneficial. So, I mean, team fun. Yeah. yeah. Or Colorado people. Yeah. My have, that's the way it gets done there. All right. Uh, Diana. Diana. I don't know what she's doing. I guess who she's putting in check. You'd guess? Actually, I'm not going to guess. No, I mean, <laughs> probably Rachel. Yeah. I, would guess. <laughs> I mean, it's a pretty easy one. Yeah. All right. So next week, the must vote U-turn, and you got to do it out loud in front of everybody else. The pressure is on. Holy cow. What are yeah. you doing? Are you following what everybody else is doing? Are you staying under the radar? What is your strategy if you have to do it out loud? If – if you, it's a must vote, so you have to vote. You can't not vote. You have to do it in front of everyone. I would simply base this on averages, I think, at this point. Like, because why not take a chance at getting a top team out? Like, the risk of you turning a good team is that they survive the U-turn. And then you have to deal with having you turned them and, you know, whatever. But being in that position is a pretty easy, like... I made my reason, like I made my decision based on this and, mm -hmm. you know, it's pretty clear cut. That's what I would do personally. Absolutely. Um, I mean, if I had, if we had to U-turn somebody, like the only time we U-turn somebody is we felt that they were going to U-turn our allies. But yeah, if you're going to have to U-turn someone, why not U-turn a team that you think can beat you? Right. Uh, I mean, on this season, there's a lot. I mean, a lot of teams think other teams can beat them. On my season, I yeah. just didn't. I didn't feel that way, so we didn't right. feel like we had to U-turn people. Yeah. We we felt like we were on top of the game. Yeah, we had a lot of different winners in in our season as well, and it does like even if you look at averages, like the thing that tends to stand out is like who's won legs. Mm -hmm. So, um, I mean, depending on how discerning everyone is, like I'm sure the Riley sisters will vote for team fun because they've made that clear that they're going to. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I don't know. Be interesting. Do you go for the, I think that I'm, this might turn into an easy pickings vote. Like whoever everybody else is voting for it, right. it, it just starts going down the line and everybody just starts to agree. Like, yeah. Uh, so maybe like the first two or three teams who, who vote determine who really gets a U-turn because everybody's going to fall in line. Interesting. But 
if it's not Colin and Christie or Tyler yeah. and Corey or the Afghanimals or team, I mean, team fun, those are the only four teams that should possibly be U turned. If you're right. looking at Alyssa and the Riley sisters, for yeah. what? You're not worried about them beating you. Right. Chris and Brett, you're not worried about them beating you. Yeah. Agreed. But, but I, I love it. I, do you I like it? Cool. I like it. I like it for sure. Yeah. I also will like if people start like negotiating why you shouldn't be U turning them. Like, I don't know if it's going to get into some like <laughs> discussion, but. It'll be fun to see. They start turning on each other. Like, don't, I mean, look, they just won the last two legs. Obviously, you should vote there. Exactly. And the animals, well, you won two legs too, Team Fun. You won two legs. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that would be great if it went down that way. I don't know if that's how it's going to go down, though. There's also a, another um, feet, uh, commercial that shows the Riley sisters are going uh, to lose the clue. They're, they fit, yeah. So they lost the clue, and the Afghanimals are actually going to get lost. Well, then, so two things that really are detrimental to anybody's race you lose your clue, you, you're probably going home. If you get lost on a race, uh, nine times out of ten, you're going home because, yeah, uh, you know, you have to rely on other teams to get lost as well. Yeah, so we'll see how that goes. Um, or it could just be easy editing to get you to think about, oh, it's the Riley sisters. Oh, it's the Afghanimals. Because the way you make it look like is that the Riley sisters are going to get U-turned. It almost looks like that. Oh. Like you made a million-dollar mistake or something. That was a million-dollar decision, that little line she says, like mm -hmm. Rachel. That was a million-dollar decision. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, there's a lot of million-dollar decisions. Yeah, yes. Every leg of this race. Every leg, there, there's a chance that you're making that million-dollar decision. Uh, but I don't know. Uh, I mean, we, we sped through that episode, obviously, because it's only just me and you, because nobody else likes to show up. <laughs> uh, no. Commitment. All right, let me let me send uh, Alyssa a little a little tweet to see where she's at because she said she was going to be joining us about ten minutes ago, but in the meantime, you could tell everybody about your latest episode of your incredible podcast and why people should go view it. Oh well, you guys should all subscribe to the Balanced Pursuits podcast. We are going to be dropping a new episode very soon with Kelly Clark, who is an Olympic snowboarder, not to be confused with Kelly Clarkson. Um, but Kelly Clark just retired from half pipe snowboarding and she's a freaking legend. She's competed in five Olympics throughout wow. her career, which is insane, um, for any sport, but particularly action sports. Um, and she's got this awesome motto. Anytime she's like facing a challenge, a challenge, a it's challenge. a challenge. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's to face your challenge every day, little boys and girls. Face your challenge. Anytime things are just going wrong and she's facing a massive challenge, um, she just says, What an opportunity. And it's such an amazing perspective to carry through life and the world when you're taking on difficult things and trying to, you know, go to the Olympics or get a promotion or something. <laughs> no, listen, you can apply it to any aspect of your life. And that, that's, what yeah. the, that's, you know, what's always cool. You can hear other people's stories and how they did things. And maybe it can inspire you to do just something a little different in your life. And those little different changes, those little changes you make all add up to something 
really big exactly. in the end. Just, uh, and listen, yeah. radio, obviously, it's, you can listen to the same songs over and over and over, but podcasts, a lot of people are really getting into them. And if you're always looking for recommendations for podcasts, it's a really positive and uplifting one. I definitely recommend it. And if you listen to podcasts, be sure you check out the Races Recap, where I put these up on podcasts on Google, Apple. And if if you do check it out, hey, give it a couple stars, like a lot of stars. This way other people can find it. When you're talking about stats. Stats. <laughs> stats. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, Alyssa is obviously in last place again. So she's she's pulling up the rear. Um, so we're going to stall a couple more minutes <laughs> <laughs> while we wait for the last team to arrive. <laughs> uh, are we going to have a new newbies on the podcast? Like a newer guest? Who's a newer guest? How could you get any newer than Alyssa? She's as new as it gets to the Amazing Race. <laughs> if you're looking for a positive podcast about the Amazing Race, I know one that doesn't fit that. That's the Reality TV Warriors. Oh my gosh, those they're, guys. they're a little different. Love, it. Love Their it. humor is dry. Yeah, or some people would just say not funny. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess if you're like Canadian or if you like like British humor, um, then that's the podcast for you. If you like Canadian and British humor, the podcast for you, Reality TV Warriors, check them out. Huge fans of the show. They love to argue about stats and stuff. And uh, they'll tell you exactly what times every team left, just in case anybody was wondering. They know the times. They'll tell you how much money those teams had. And they know all the stats in our chat room. They love to talk about stats. I love all of your um, messages. I really appreciate you guys reaching out on Twitter with the hashtag Races Recap and um, actually commenting right here on the videos with the questions for the producers. I am copying, pasting, putting one a Word document. Uh, I won't get to every question. Uh, and This is not like school where there's no dumb questions here. There are dumb questions, and we won't ask those. Um, after the season is over, can you bring the winner on the podcast? Yeah, I'm pretty sure I can get the winner back on, on the podcast. Uh, we've talked to every winner since I've been doing the race. I don't see why we, well. Did you? No, there was one winner that we didn't talk to because, because they're fans. Uh, yeah. Those, those fans started some drama. <laughs> then I got blocked on Twitter. And then it was all oh, hell broke loose. <laughs> and then all oh, hell broke I'll loose. One winner in your. But I don't ever count them as winners anyway. <laughs> oh jeez. Oh jeez. <laughs> I'm not gonna start talking because I know they're your buddies, but I don't count them as winners. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Rachel and Alyssa, you are the last team to arrive to the Races Recap podcast. I hate to tell you this, but you might be eliminated from this race. We'll give you a couple more minutes. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, maybe we'll be talking to them next week. We'll see how that goes. Yeah. Why? So tell me. Go ahead. The what's the what's the dynamic? Where are where are the people? Where why where are they? Why can't they show up? Because they've been on Survivor and Big Brother. Uh, oh, those guys. Okay, so I'm gonna let a secret out of the bag. We never ask CBS for permission to do this show, and none of the people who come on our show usually ask permission to come on our show. Oh, they're asking permission. 
Yeah. So, like, people from Survivor and Big Brother, they get, like, interviewed by, like, People Magazine and all these crazy people. So they get their interviews all booked through CBS. Like, Amazing Grace is nobody cares about us, so we book our own stuff, right? So they all ask, like, CBS, and CBS sets up their, like, live interviews. Oh. And I never say don't ask because I'm not that guy, but it's like, really, they don't care if you come on this show. We've I've been doing this for five seasons. They've they've never complained once. And we're not the type of show that... You know, brings negative press. Like we find the best yeah. about the show. We're not like some shows where we just talk about all the negative things and why they don't like the show, and why the budget cuts, and why the, all the negative stuff. Kind of not like reality TV warriors. We actually like the show still, and we support yeah. it and love it. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. All right. So, how about I ask you a question? Go for it. How do you think you'll fare on a self-drive leg in All Stars? Uh, Jen, you know, you're just like the producers of the show. You know how I'm going to answer this question, and it's going to make me look bad because I'm extremely confident in my abilities. I grew up in the Bronx, right? I know how to drive. No. But um, listen, I, I, I genuinely feel you could put Diana and I on any of the 31 seasons of The Amazing Race, and the outcome will be very similar to what it was to season 27. I like your confidence. I I believe I believe that wholeheartedly. It doesn't matter what season you would put us on. I think we were we would always be the most prepared team on that race. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, 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 the two really competitive people <laughs> being competitive. <laughs> and and we both fucked up on the final leg being over prepared <laughs> Justin are you starting to physically get ready for an all-star season no no I am not gonna get physically actually I fell out of shape a little bit I was in the I actually got down to like 180 175 like I was like high school crackhead weight you can go back and look like if you look at my Facebook there's pictures of me and Kane Brown I look like a crackhead you because you did the vegan thing I did vegan for 100 days, and then ever since then, I've been vegetarian. Yeah. But when I lived in Knoxville without Diana, I eat totally different because I'm the type of person, I don't care if I eat the same stuff every day. I don't get tired of the same food. So I would have avocado toast for breakfast every day, and then I'd come home and I'd have a shake uh, for lunch, like a a protein shake uh, with all fresh fruits and all, you know, flaxseed for lunch every day. And then the only real meal that I have would be for dinner, so I was pretty much raw foods for the first part of the day and then just have dinner so i just got i lost so much weight crazy yeah but what are you gonna do Uh uh-oh so i just i asked Corey if they want anything else besides that spa um and he said a fancy dinner oh dinner and a spa dinner and a spa that sounds nice so what are you going to do about that? Uh, Justin, for a Gen Xer, you sound like a millennial stereotype. <laughs> well, where do I, I don't know. I was born in 75. You could put me wherever you want. But um, yeah. stick me wherever you want. I'm always going to be who I am. Uh, so <laughs> did you see the other show that uh, they, the producers of The Amazing Race are producing? I did. Would you apply for that? Well, seems more I up your alley than for it. It's, it's a team of three. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm hesitant to do the first 
version of anything. Mm -hmm. But it is a million dollars and it's only four teams. So that's yeah. what I'm saying. I figured and you're already yeah. do extreme stuff and this I seems know. like maybe I should talk to Christy. We need to find a third teammate. And I don't I think I don't know, but I know somebody from the green team would be on you. <laughs> <Diana, laughs> All right, let's do it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think no, I think that would be that's an awesome idea for a show, and it's a million dollars, and now you have a one in four chance at winning a million dollars, and I don't quite understand what you're doing. I don't quite understand what it is, though. Like, yeah, do you? No. It's I don't uh, I don't I don't know what what's gonna make this different than the Amazing Race. Right. I yeah, don't. Either. Unless I it, it's yeah, I think it. I don't know. Unless it's like a mixture of like Man vs Wild with like Bear Grylls, where you got to survive and. That's what I'm thinking. Survivor, maybe it's Survivor mixed with the Amazing Race. They're not gonna give you money. They're not gonna give you like food. Right. You gotta. Or find. they give you a limited amount of money and you are responsible for figuring out your own travel versus having pre-booked stuff. But that seems really complicated logistically. So what show are we talking about? People are asking. What is Race it? to the center of the earth, which Race. I thought was like plasma and you'd melt, but. Race to the center of the earth. It's a new show that they're casting for right now. You could probably still submit your stuff. Race to the center of the earth. Yeah. Uh, and the, the teams uh, from the Amazing Race uh, producers are producing this as well. Um, looks like. Josh has to join this video call. So, oh. Hey, guys. Hollywood. Hey. What's up, Hollywood? Hey. Hey Jen, how are oh, you? Good, how are you? Good. Uh, so are you one of the other guests today? or I am co-hosting with Justin this season. Oh, fun. <laughs> awesome. Well, so nice Hi, to meet you I both. Am. Sorry, I've been trying for the past 15 minutes to um, access uh, Google Hangouts. And for some reason, I well, I was going through Safari. I guess Safari just doesn't doesn't let me access it. So here I am. I opened Google Chrome and Yay. Well, we appreciate okay. that. Thank you, you so much for out. joining us. Drop method. Oh, it's so funny. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> she was late because yeah. she was teaching that's some classes. Okay. Yeah, that's my company. So yeah, I have an app out right now. You guys should all download it. It's super fun. Absolutely. I mean, I mean, who has better abs this season, you or Colin? Ooh. Oh my gosh, I know. <laughs> Colin's abs are so sick, right? I mean, he is literally a beast. So, um, but you know, I'm all about girl power, so I'm gonna have to go with me. Yep. That's awesome. I all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna hit you with some truth serum first. I uh, was not a huge fan of your sister on the first two times that she ran the race, but there's something about the dynamic between you and her that's actually making me enjoy watching you two. What do you think it is about you uh, that you do differently than um, Brendan? Well. Always best friends growing up. So we literally did only two years apart, and um, we had all 
together. We cheered together through high school. And then when we graduated, we cheered for Carolina Speed together. So we, and we literally got engaged the same weekend. We've done everything our whole lives together. So we're super close and I love her so much. She's my best friend. And um, I think that just because our relationship's so genuine and because she knows that I'm not going to put up with her freaking out and <laughs> she, like, whereas I think Brendan really entertains it, she knows how to really work him. Yeah. So I think, um, and Brendan's very emotional also, which is, I mean, my husband and I are kind of the complete opposite. My husband's very level-headed. I mean, I literally could say like, whatever to him and he would never yell at me or he just like he is like a very calm and together guy and just kind of like think everything out first and like he doesn't react right away and i'm i'm similar i think about things first but i'm almost like i think about things before i act and then rachel like reacts really quickly and then i think i'm way more um not i don't hold grudges but i'm way more like okay moving on like i would never if somebody talks about me bad or if somebody does something that it like you know, hurts me or if they do something to us intentionally in the race, I just would never talk to them again or never even really entertain the thought of them again, where Rachel's kind of like, she reacts right away. And then she's like, oh, I still want to be friends with this person. And I'm like, I'm like, wait, at first I wasn't as upset. And now like, you've really got me like actually truly not liking these people. So I don't know. <laughs> we're a good team we're a really good team it was so fun to work with her and honestly i it didn't we just love the people that work with race like the producers are so cool and those camera guys like how badass are they right exactly yeah. did you train rachel before the race how did you did you help her prepare in any way to get ready for the race i know she's the veteran but I know you're like a professional exerciser, pretty much. <laughs> like that's what you do, you right? <laughs> you yeah, exactly. That's my career. Yeah, I have my degree in sports management, and I am getting my master's in public health. And yeah, I have this app drop method that I train people all over the world, and I've been doing it for 13 years. I love it. I love fitness. It makes you feel so good. It's something that's positive. You can never. You always feel good after a workout, even if you dread it. Whatever. So, yeah, I definitely kicked it into high gear for race and I um, I trained nonstop. I did boxing and I did yoga and I ran with my backpack on and tried to really get in the best shape of my life. So Rachel and I would check in with each other every day and I would always make sure that she had gotten her workout in and um, she took it really seriously also. So we, we really went in this season. We wanted to have fun and we wanted to compete and we just really wanted to we wanted to go far together, so it was it was a lot of prep. What did did you guys prep a lot for a race? <laughs> I think you're talking to two people <laughs> who, who are extremely over prepped. Yeah, I mean, I I'm fortunate because I mean, like yourself, like largely like the physical aspect of the race. Exactly. I, yeah. right? I didn't really need to like do anything different. It just kept living my life, but. Um, 
yeah, but the strategy wise, like I watched a lot of this show <laughs> and um, the packing thing was fun, trying to figure out how to pack smartly and lightly, but we still threw stuff away. Yeah, um, every team did. did. Yeah. yeah. We watched every season of the race three times uh, before we went on uh, over. We watched it. I watched it once to see why people lost. And I wrote down why every team lost. I brought, watched it again to see why every team won and wrote yeah. that down. And then I watched it like another time just so I could pick up on all the little things that I didn't get to pick up going through it the first two times. Just yeah. so I could. I, so, I mean, it was my only shot at a million dollars. I'm a poor kid from the Bronx. Uh, a shot right. at a million dollars doesn't come around that often. I mean, not everybody's as lucky as your sister being on like 17 shows and, and winning three of them. Right? <laughs> she's, she's a firecracker. She's definitely a force. That's for sure. So I know. And yeah. after doing race, I said I actually could not believe that she would do it again because it is so killer, right? It's yeah. like you are so fatigued. You're not really seeing these countries. I had like major envy of just like everybody like walking on the street. I'm like, I like I wanted to explore Tokyo with yeah. a passion, like almost to the point where I'm like, I'm really sorry. I'm gonna go explore the city. <laughs> so if you just qualify Did me, you like Whoa. Uh oh. Oh. Um, it was super, it was so awesome. So, um, yeah, it was a lot of prep. And you know what? It's so funny because Rachel and I were trying to get our backpacks under 10 pounds. And um, under 10 we pounds? literally took only one pair of shorts. Yeah. Wow. That's good. Uh, is that a lot? No, that's, that's great. Is it, that's like, oh, that's good. Yeah, that's good. Oh, well, like, I know everyone is making comments about my makeup and hair. And I'm like, I literally, I, my, and I agree. I'm like, man, it looks like I have a full face of makeup on every single episode. And I kid you not, like I had the least amount of makeup. Like my makeup bag was like maybe five pieces, but I had lash extensions because I was like, <laughs> I'm literally being filmed nonstop. Like I gotta, you know, you gotta keep it together. So, um, Anyway, I um, like we didn't have a curling iron. I didn't have, obviously we would never bring a blow dryer, but Rachel told me literally not even to pack face soap because she said that at all the hotels they had face soap. <laughs> well, I swear nowhere we went had any face soap and I would beg room service. I'm like, I literally Is just- face soap different than normal soap? I was just about to ask the same question. <laughs> I'm like, like I'm being a stupid no guy. Or you know, like face soap. <laughs> well, I like, I mean, I can tell a difference. I can tell a difference even with bar soap and, and face soap because I think that um, like face soap gets your makeup off a little bit better. I think it has more oil in it and it seems to just clean your face better and a little bit more gently. So <laughs> no extra vanity accessories. And yeah. I would. I was fine with that. I really wanted to go and compete. And I was like, you know, I was, I was actually impressed with myself when I see him like, you know what it says, my makeup looks good. And we had no time to do anything. So my lash girl is the best lash girl I've ever had in my life. And <laughs> this is an endorsement I, right now for <laughs> what? I said, this is an endorsement for her right now. Actually, okay, funny story about that. She has like a really bad personality. And 
So I actually don't like going and getting my lashes done from her, but it's actually very painful because she does not have any fun topics of conversation. She sits there and it's so awkward. And one time when I was um, pregnant, she was like so annoyed that I ha- that I couldn't lay on my back for an hour. I'm like, girl, we don't have to talk, but you still do a good job. I'm still coming to you. Like, but she did a good job. I would never be like, oh, please, like, go to. Actually, I don't even tell people her name, but she's so good that I will go to her whenever I have anything important and just suck it up. That's so funny. She does a really good job. You're making Justin cry. on the Amazing Race podcast, and we're talking about the best last extension in the game right now. I mean, she is the best lash, lash extension in the game, and however, she, her personality is not the best personality in the game. But, you, know, you can't have it all. And you can't have it all. You were trying to buy a collagen face mask in some extra footage, and we saw that she wouldn't let you buy that uh, a collagen face I, mask. Yeah, she wouldn't let me do that either. You know, I, I. I like to I like to play hard, but I also like to like to have my vanity accessories. So <laughs> did you um, did you ever come close to running out of money? We I swear the other teams had to have snuck money in because we never had any money and we were so frugal and we never spent a dollar on anything extra and they were all walking around with like Starbucks and everything and I'm like <laughs> How are you people getting Starbucks when we literally have like $2 to spend and we're like, can we share Cheerios with you at the airport? So you would think we were a little bit more, uh, a little bit more, uh, had more experience of how to conserve money and how to really extend our money, but it was, it was not working for us. So have extra money on your seasons i ran out of money three separate times it was a big problem for us we didn't spend money on anything christy and i would like share food when we got food and we didn't but we brought a ton of food with us so we didn't have to buy a lot of food um so no only in one leg did we come close to running out but, but money was not an issue i don't know why yeah, that's awesome. Maybe maybe they they have their people that they're like, oh, it would be really funny if the the Riley sisters don't have any money. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna give them oopsies. Your your envelope had five dollars left. <laughs> I mean, some legs we seriously five dollars would make a difference, but it really does. We had like twenty three dollars on some legs, and we're like. Um, are you guys actually serious? How are we going to make it around with twenty three dollars? And um, yeah, yeah. And there, there is still the rule: you can't beg for money, so you can't get any right. extra money from anybody. The only money that you can get from people is if you trade or sell stuff that you bought along the race. Yeah, so which didn't right. call um, but they did say you can get food from people. So yes, you could get food. So. Colin and Christy, there is bonus footage of them selling a guidebook. Yeah. Which they can only sell that guidebook if they used leg money to buy it originally. Right. Which they must have because you can't bring a guidebook on the race. Right. You can't bring guidebooks. And back in their seasons, the guidebooks and maps were huge. But now there's Google and Google Maps and guidebooks are 
yeah. not as necessary. Yeah. Right. That's right. Yeah. We, um, when we were in Dubai, we try, we were actually in the airport for hours. And so, um, we were trying to get into the lounge and two different people said that we could go into the lounge with them. And then, um, I think the producers were in there or somebody and they kept Always. telling them not to let us in. And I was so mad. I'm like, literally like oh. they had, in Dubai, they had like champagne flowing in the <laughs> like elaborate setups in their um, Emirates air lounges. And, and they said that we could have gone in the presidential lounge. We had people, they were like, sure, we have extra tickets. And then somebody told them not to let us in. And we were so mad. We're like, this is our one chance to have all the food we want. And we're here for so many hours. And then I remember, and then some of the people had Starbucks and Rachel would not let us spend a dollar on anything. So not only did we not in the lounge, but we were there for hours just starving, watching people drink their starbucks and yeah so that's when you're the hungriest is when you're hanging around the airports because like there's oh. nothing to distract you and you, you just want to eat <laughs> yeah you do and i just wanted a good cup of coffee because there's there is literally like at the hotels it's it's not the same as if you make it at home or yeah starbucks, so. yeah yeah but so you've done you've done a uh, big brother you've done amazing race which one was harder Oh, um, they're just two completely different shows. So I, it was much harder being away from my family for three months. That was really yeah. challenging. Um, I literally went in the diary room the first like month and was like, I literally need to go home. And I was yeah. so upset just because I had never been away from my family. So that was really challenging on Big Brother, just being gone for that long. And you literally have nothing to do. And the race just goes by a lot faster because you're just so and your go it's go 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 and then when you're in the hotel you're so exhausted that you want to just sleep so it just goes by really quickly so um i would say uh physically demanding the race just and, uh, those so, like a three mile run up the Swiss Alps. And that was extremely challenging, not only because of the, um, just because of, you know, the air quality gets thicker and it's just, it was harder to breathe. And it was, it was super, it was, but I like to run also. So that was fun for me to push myself to the limit. Um, Big Brother, the challenges are actually extremely difficult. And on TV, they look kind of, you know, just like funny and like, oh my God, that's so stupid. How could somebody kind of like that, um, that show, you know, the one that they all get knocked yeah. off of the, yeah. Um, yeah. It, like, Elimination challenge or whatever it's called. Yeah, the and that's how the Big Brother competitions look. But when you're hanging on a popsicle for six hours and you can't feel your arms or your legs and they're spraying water on you and you're freezing, it is like those challenges. I, I think I was in much more pain on Big Brother because you would only do the one challenge a week. And the challenges were so intense that you couldn't walk for three days. Like, you. Wow. Yeah. Like they are really 
challenging. So, um, and then it's like in one split second, if you take your eye off of what you're doing, the challenge is over in Big Brother, whereas the race is a little bit more endurance based. So, yeah. um, so if yeah. you had a chance, which one would you do again? Oh gosh, I think I'm too old for this. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I loved the race because I always wanted to do it. Um, and I was like a super fan of the race and I could not believe Rachel got to do it so many times. I love seeing the world. I love like uh, just competing. However, I don't know. It would have to be a, it's just like, there's so much that goes into it. Even after the show, it's like a little draining and I don't know. I just, yeah, I don't know if I would do that. <laughs> well, we yeah. appreciate it. So, we appreciate you coming on. We're so glad that you that you actually went on the show. Um, and I yeah. hope that you're enjoying the experience. Uh, big amazing race fans are a lot different than Big Brother fans. They're they're a totally different group. They're a lot less of us, a lot less passionate, uh, at least on the social media front. But it's a, definitely a different fan. And if you're ever in an airport yeah. in any country in the world, you're you'll probably get recognized. If you ever visit another country, there's always going to be an amazing race fan that watched you and wants to give you a tour, which is awesome. Every country we went to, we, we linked up with a fan from the amazing race and they gave us a tour of the local uh, culture. It was awesome. So it's definitely yeah. an experience and we, I hope that you're, it's an enjoyable one for you. Yeah, it was. I love race and I, and I loved big brother. Honestly, both of them were great and I'm really grateful for the opportunities. It's literally a one in a million opportunity. Um, but like, the fact that my sister did race three times, I think is insane because I was just like, like, how do you even do this three times? I mean, <laughs> it's just, oh, it's so much, but, um, I, I love the, I love the people there. Like those, that team that they've got are just like killer. I love them. So it was, the people are so awesome, but it's like, we don't make enough money to do these things. Like <laughs> Definitely not on the race. <laughs> no, like you're just like, if you were on like the Real Housewives or like any other reality show, it's like you're getting paid for the drama and stuff. I'm like, I'm not getting paid enough to put up with this crap. Like, <laughs> I just like, I'm like, I'm, a, I'm business. And if you, if you want my time, you got to pay up. So um, I'm just like, I am not going to freely volunteer to go and torture myself. So. Next season on Survivor. <laughs> well, okay. And Rachel, I was like, they're like, Rachel's like, oh my gosh, that would be so fun to do Survivor. I was like, I will literally never do Survivor. I'm like, I would never do it ever. Like, ever like not even think about it she's like oh they told me that they make like seventy thousand dollars the first month i'm like okay i would maybe do so <laughs> <laughs> like, um, you know what Actually, on on second thoughts i'm like you know, oh that's so funny yeah i'm like okay for if it if she's serious like if they make like seventy thousand dollars to like make it to week one sign me up yeah like i'm definitely no it was better than like one month we all got ripped off like survivors where it's at right like i mean we do yeah. get paid the least on Amazing Race. Like second place on every other show is six figures. Uh, second place on our show is a lot less. It's twenty five thousand, which is yeah. that's like 
eighth that place split. on Survivor. People that you split between two people. <laughs> yeah, <that's okay>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm not complaining. We, we, all three of us have gotten the opportunity yeah. of a lifetime that people would kill for. And I would do it again and be underpaid for it in a heartbeat. Yes. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad you will, Jeff. <laughs> have you back. Um, you know what? And I. I don't know. Yeah. The race, it was so cool. It was fun. But yeah, I, I definitely like to make money for doing things. So. Obviously. Yeah. You're, you're out there. That's what it's all about. Well, we really appreciate you coming on the show. Everybody check out, download the app for you can get the was drop method is the app and you can get your workout on. Is, yeah. Is and we're the, we're the app of a really big event coming up. So I'm really excited about it. So, um, oh. And they're actually on my app. They just added a direct sign-up link, but it's they're still for some reason the back end stuff still is not working. So um, you have to go directly through my Instagram link to sign up for the app. But hopefully by the end of next week you'll be able to sign up just you know directly after your download. But um, yeah, <laughs> awesome. So. Well, we really appreciate you taking the time to join us. Thank you so much. Uh, I'm going to enjoy watching you the rest of the season. We're always here. If you ever need anything, you're now part of the Amazing Race family, and there's nothing you can do about it. You're stuck with <laughs> oh, us. Yay. Well, it was so fun to talk to you guys. And, Jen, I'm, like, super fan of you. And oh. you, both of you, but, yeah, it's Well, really she represents girl power, that's for sure. I know. And an Olympian, I mean, that is so amazing. So, so much respect to you and so cool. So cool to get to be on here with you. Yeah, well, it was so nice to talk to you. Thank you, guys. Well, we love, we appreciate each and every one of you watching. Thank you so much for spending the most precious thing you have, which is your time with us. If you can give us a little like, a little thumbs up, or subscribe, maybe share it with somebody and get them involved in the Racist Recap family. If you want to ask any questions, use the hashtag Racist Recap on all social media or leave them in the comments below and we will get to those. Thank you so much. We appreciate yeah. you. Bye. Bye.